0: Welcome back to Full Side Podcast. This is episode number 24, and I'm your host, Rachel Anthony. I sat down a couple weeks ago with Jay McDonald, and we chatted about all things photography, Instagram, and branding. We had initially met at a blogger retreat at Azaridge a few months ago, and we connected again at a different influencer photography type retreat in Canmore last month. And being in Canmore, it was really interesting getting to chat with seven other people who were so involved in photography and Instagram and that didn't get sick of talking about any of those topics. That was literally what we talked about for three days straight. We'd stay up till like two o'clock in the morning all talking about Instagram photography, content creation, and everything else that is involved with that. And it was really interesting just to hear other people's opinions and what they've learned and tips and tricks from them and so I knew I had to share some of those opinions of people that were there on this podcast Um, if you've listened to them i have interviewed kaylee reed on episode number 19 and sawyer honey on episode 21 who were both in canmore as well so if you haven't checked those out you should you can go back and listen to them uh with jay today the interview you're going to listen to he talks about the difference between his two accounts J.R. McDonald and Romance Your Wild and why he has two accounts and how he keeps them going and growing and separate. When he takes photos, he thinks about what you'll feel when you look through the photo as you're scrolling by and he wants you to stop, have a break, even just for a second, and take a break from the stress of life, which is really an interesting perspective when you think about all the photos that you scroll by and if there is a thought that, like that that goes into the creation of them. The most surprising thing, once you listen to this and after having spent time with Jay, is that he had only picked up a camera for the first time just over a year ago, so he's a major inspiration for anyone who wants to follow their passion, or who thinks the market is too saturated, or that no one can grow their Instagram account anymore, or there's too many photographers. That isn't the case. Basically, after you listen to this, you'll be inspired. If you do want to get a photography or Instagram, that even if you're starting with nothing, you can grow if you're passionate about it and put in the effort. His mentality of jumping into the deep end when it comes to a passion or hobby like this um, is awesome. He shares how he became a commercial photographer within the short time that he has been doing photography and basically if you're going to put in the time and the effort, you'll be able to get good at whatever you're passionate about. He has evolved his brand and looked from a meathead in the gym who was super jacked, posted mirror selfies, to a mental health advocate, to a world explorer within just a few short years. He gives his best advice for people who want to create a following or just dive deeper into what they're passionate about, as well as how he evolved his brand from such different niches. And he did talk about how he lost followers at the time, but at the end, the people that are following you for the reasons you want to post about are really what you're looking for. He also talks about becoming an influencer, being an influencer, um, and how he chooses which brands to work with, and that you really should align your values with the brand and your own brand so that you remain consistent because there are so many people that you can see through that um, just promote any brand that comes to them. We also talk about why you should get involved within the community if you're looking to connect with people, how you should engage with your audience and do it genuinely and why we shouldn't really take social media so seriously. It's a really great interview. Um, I had a blast interviewing him. He gets super passionate about everything, basically, that we talk about. So hope you enjoy it. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, and tag me on Instagram if you screenshot this episode. Now let us get into it. Here is Jay McDonald. podcast I'm sitting here with Jay McDonald
1: do you want to start by introducing yourself and kind of what you do cool what's up I'm uh, my name is Jay McDonald or JR McDonald or uh, aka romance your <laughs> wild which is literally the worst thing in the world when somebody like, what, what's it called when they approach me as that um, so I'm I'm a commercial photographer um, I, I do a lot of stuff via social media um, a lot of Tourism style stuff and brand work and that kind of thing. Um, So if I had to pinpoint it, I would say commercial photographer. If I had to be a little bit more broad, I would say social media marketing. Because I hate the word influencer. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. About influencing.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh,
0: Let's like start at kind of the beginning. Because if you go through your Instagram, you can't like. Usually like research people before, Mm. but you don't have a lot of like background information. Which Instagram? There's two. I looked at both of them. Mostly the J.R. Donk one because I have some more photos, but what did you want to be when you grew up? Was this like your plan or what was your initial plan in life?
1: Um, My plan? Not at all. And that's because I'm a millennial. I don't think any of us at all in any way, shape or form physically, mentally, spiritually, or whatever are doing what we planned on doing. Um, Growing up when I was super young, I wanted to be a dentist because I was really fat as a kid And I just want I actually just wanted to know like where does the food go? I remember legitimately thinking that Um, so obviously that candle burnt out or got thrown out whatever Um, and then Going into high school and kind of after that for the first few years years, um, I wanted to be a professional musician. I wanted to tour the world. I wanted to play music full-time um, I did that for a little bit. So when I was, um, just after I graduated high school, the band that I was playing with signed to Universal Music Canada, um, shipped off and toured the country, did the much music, radio, all that kind of jazz. Uh, we did that for a little bit and then loved every bit of it until um, things just went in a direction creatively that we didn't really agree with. And so the band, who I'm still friends with all these dudes, are literally my best friends, uh, just parted ways. Um, After that, I got involved in fitness because growing up, I was very, very overweight. And then when I was done playing music, I was very, very underweight. Um, So I was, for context, I was like 215 pounds in grade five. And then when I was 21 at 5'11", I was 124 pounds. So kind of polar opposites of the spectrum. Um, And through that, I just wanted to help people find comfort in the skin. Because I remember when I was a heavy kid, it was like, you know, I'm too fat for you people. And then when I was a thin guy, it was like, oh, I'm too skinny for you people. Like, what is what is it that you want? Um, so I got involved in fitness for a short period of time there. Uh, and then I felt called to um, use my voice a little bit. Um, so mental health is something that's been important to me my whole life. I understand that right now it's a topic that's growing, which is, um, which is fantastic. Um, and so I started working essentially alongside Kids Help Phone, but as a private contractor, and I was going into um, high schools and kind of all over the place in rural areas and the cities, uh, and talking about self-worth, mental health awareness, and suicide prevention. Um, And it was actually doing that for a year that led me to holding a camera for the first time. Um, So I had done that and uh, it was amazing for the first year. And then um, you don't really think about when you're going to school, if there's like 200 to 2000 students, There are like emails, DMs, you know, Facebook messages, um, phone calls from students, parents, teachers, counselors, principals, everything in between. And I'm not a psychologist. I do not have a degree. I was literally just sharing my family's story um, and it just burnt out. It got to be too much. Um, A a few friends of mine uh, started a, a thing called Socality which is just an online community for artists and creatives. And they said, Hey man, come out to, we're hosting a camp. I had no idea what it was. Um, come out, play some drums. We'll do a drum and DJ thing. We'll hang out. And, uh, at that camp, um, which I went to was in September of last year. Um, on like the third day I was hiking and it was like 5 30 AM and I was, um, three quarters of the way up the trail. And I was like, huh, I've had no anxiety no depression, not thinking about food, not thinking about anything. I'm just like, here, I'm just existing in this moment. And I started to wonder back at everything I was talking about and everything that I had done and experienced and was like, did I have a chemical imbalance in my brain as someone who was dealing with like anxiety and depression and obsessive compulsive disorder and that kind of thing that like no one really knew about? Or did I just have too much stuff going on? And was I doing all the things that everybody else wanted me to do because they thought that I should do it, right? Because I dabbled with it and it kind of worked. So yeah, you should definitely do that. You should fall into the plan, essentially. Um, And then one of my buddies, Jonathan, said, hey man, take my camera. I was like, "Ah, that's not my thing. I have no interest in that. He's like, no, seriously, you're here, I've got an extra camera, you know, it's 5.30 a.m. when you're on the top of a mountain. Use it. Yeah, like what what are you gonna do with this? Like take this moment, essentially, Um, and I, very clearly remember, like I put the viewfinder up to my eye, looked through the lens and got goosebumps because it was just a moment of silence as like the sun is coming up over the edge of the world. I'm at the peak of a mountain. There's nobody else up here. I cannot hear a thing except for what's immediately around me, which was just being in nature. Um, And it was just kind of this moment of like wholeness, like you're good. Uh, And I literally have not put the camera down since that day.
0: Wow. so how when was that like
1: a- September uh, I believe it was like September 25th of last year so I've been shooting for just a year. wow
0: that's crazy that's a really like intense journey <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah how do I, cold, I mean, is it, it Colts
1: notes Cole's notes colds colds. How, do, how do I <laughs> yes fit that in the bread box wow. I don't know
0: I feel like that was pretty good it was good that's awesome
1: sweet you can edit me if you don't like it
0: we don't edit here oh no okay. <laughs> uh, so how did you Transition then from so you take a photo it's great now you're a commercial photographer what was that like journey like
1: that's so flattering but I did not take a photo it's great <laughs> I took a photo it's devastating it is traumatic it'll give you PTSD looking at my old raw files they're horrible oh yeah. yeah oh they're <laughs> awful I, I to be honest I mean I I look at it, I'm like I don't know what I was doing I don't know who was looking through this like. I look like I'm six whiskeys deep at 6 a.m. I don't know what's going on. Um, And even my old edits, and it's so funny to watch as I went through different phases and that kind of thing. I do have to say I got very, very lucky um, because I had a bunch of friends that were doing this full time. um, This being photography and, uh, you know, I guess you would say flexing social media, uh, that kind of thing. And so... I knew them through like music and church and that kind of thing Um, and you know these guys and girls had everything from up to you know 600,000 followers and I never knew what they did I remember a buddy of mine um, Scott who was a big influence on on everything um, Scott said I'm going to Banff this week I'm gonna go show some Mexican influencers around I was like huh (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about I'm thinking like, there's a politician or something or, like, an actor. Like, I have no idea, number one. Number two, why are you showing them around? Right. Like, I can buy a plaid shirt and nice jeans and show them around, too. I don't know where anything is. But all that to say, I was just joking around. Um, so, I was beside this world the whole time and just didn't understand what it was. So. Right. So,
0: how did – so, you learn from them and then how did you transition then into making money off of
1: them? Yeah, sorry, I didn't even answer your question. Not really, but it's fine. I just literally <laughs> I <laughs> made it long, long story it. <laughs> long. Um, so, how did I get better at it? To yeah, be yeah. honest, I just shot everything all the time. I shot everything from uh, hamburgers to mommy bloggers to uh, sunrise, you know, at the top of a mountain to concerts, to, I literally said yes to everything. Right. Um, there was nothing that I would say no to. There was no project that I would say no to. Um, and I just, I just went in, like dug my heels in. Honestly, like being a millennial is an absolute joke. You can get a YouTube degree in anything you want. True. You know, like if you and I were sitting here and I was like, hey, if you want to build a rocket? You're like, hey, you're a psycho, right? I'd be like, hey, here's a YouTube video on how to right. do it literally from nasa you right. know watch this yeah that's the generation that we live in so we've essentially removed any barriers whatsoever um, and i'm also just stubborn as hell right. you know like, i was like i'm gonna do this
0: yeah
1: you know i was just like remember that scene in napoleon dynamite where she looks at the tupperware and then she gets the boat if she buys it and she's like right. <laughs> i want that that was me and is me right Yes. Still today.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, and did you start Instagram, I'm sure you had Instagram before, but did you start taking Instagram more seriously like at the same time you started photography or did you like get better at photography and then do Instagram? How did that all fit together?
1: You know, I mean, things kind of come in stride. I would definitely not say, uh, like I wouldn't say I'm a pro, I'm not a professional photographer. Right. You know, there's always somebody better than you, there's always somebody you can learn from. And in the context of social media, I'm not the biggest um, following on the internet. Not by any means, kindergarten size. I've been very blessed and been able to live my life based on that, um, based on having essentially like an under 100,000 following, which is not super normal uh, from what I've seen. Um, But I think it's just literally step by step. And the biggest thing for anything is results. If you get results, then you're going to be driven, right? Like people always say, what motivates people? What drives people? Results. Right. It doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care if you are the strongest man on the planet or the strongest woman on the planet. If you go to a spin class and you can't bike straight for like an hour, <laughs> I remember the first time I lifted up those little dumbbell things, my right. freaking arms almost fell off. Right. And I was like, I go to the gym every day. Right.
0: you're probably the guy that's like, I'll take the five pound weight Oh yeah. I'm super strong. I
1: walked in there. It's like yeah. the sweaty like the beautiful sweaty people club is deep in my voice. I was like, yeah, no, I'll take the, (laughs) I'll take the big ones, you know, but if I went and the second week I could ride a little bit longer and the fourth week I could ride even longer. And by like the 12th week I'm at the front, I'm in the front row and I'm crushing it. You know, then I'm going to go back. If I'm going back there 12 weeks and nothing's changed, why would I go back? So I think, I guess I saw um, results on a micro scale and just, continued to roll with it. It's also totally hilarious because like I said, you know, just over a year ago, I was in high schools making students aware of the dangers of social media. You know, and I told them straight up, like, I'm not a Luddite, I'm not telling you not to use this. I'm just saying for context, you can have a chiropractor who saves your life and remobilizes you and gives your life back. Or you can have a chiropractor that just breaks your neck in half. Like it happens on both sides. Um, you know, so it depends how you use it. And I just try to use it as optimally as possible. If I'm going to be investing my time into this thing, I'm not going to waste it. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. And how did you transition? Because I know, I think when we were in Canmore, we were talking with so many conversations conversation about this, that you mm-hmm. focused a lot on mental health in your social media and then you slowly transitioned out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the reason for that?
1: The reason for, for transitioning out of that was I became... Um, you know in in I guess in a small way I became the go-to guy for mental health because I opened myself up right um, you teach your audience how to treat you so I had said talk to me anytime right I will call you I will uh, you know email you I'll do anything to to help your life um, and what I wasn't doing was taking care of my own my own life. Uh, and so the reason I did that was, um, it, I didn't really have a choice at that point. It was like, I need to stop doing this because number one, like I say, I don't have a degree in any context in this. I have my family's experience. You know, I, I grew up and my older brother, uh, took his life. My uncle took his life. Um, my best friend's dad took his life. I can go down the list, you know, and pull a finger back in every side of things. And so all I could do was refer to that, um, and then my own challenges that I was facing. And so, like I said, it got to the point where I was just like, too much is too much. You know, you forget that if you're drowning in six millimeters or six feet, if you're under the water, you're under the water. It doesn't matter how deep you are. So I wouldn't say that I was six feet under, but I couldn't get enough breath. So I, I literally just had to transition myself out of that and point people in the right direction, right? Like, more so facilitate people. Hey, here, here are some resources. Um, and Jim Rohn's a dude that I grew up listening to and, like, one of the things he always says is, I'll take care of me for you if you take care of you for me.
0: Right.
1: And so that's what I needed to do. Right. Well, and then things if you're just you're talking about
0: mental health, then it is important for you to also totally. take that to yourself. Totally. Awesome. I mean, and now you have great Instagram still and people are still engaging with it. So, uh, how would you describe your brand now then?
1: My brand. So I have two brands. I have romance your wild, which is photos of me. And I have Jr. McDonald, which is photos that I take. Uh, and the reason that I do that is because initially I realized I needed to separate the branding. If I had to, I mean, my personal brand, commercial photography, I've shot everything from restaurants to sports stores to uh, you know everything in between. Um, my Instagram or my social media is very very catered towards uh, whimsical travel adventure. So my goal when I'm taking photos is not to go and capture the most beautiful landscapes in the world, you know just as they are. My goal is for you to stop for a moment, look at my photo or look at the the photo, and get a break for a moment for even for a split second. If you're having a stressful day or you just need to, you know, a little pick me up or whatever you see that photo and I strategically try to make my photos look like, Hey, that could be me, right? There's people always say, why, why is everybody facing away? You know, a lot of the times I will post a photo or the first photo of the subject looking away. Well, I want that because I want you to look at this photo uh, and believe that this could be your life because it can realistically. Um, and so that would be the branding on photos that I take and then photos of me somehow turned into like the sad boy social club <laughs> in the mountains, right. you know, it essentially was like, I'm out there anyways, no matter what I try to do, the second a camera comes out, my face looks sad. I don't know how to fix it. You know, I'll toss a smile every once in a while. People don't love it. So I also, you know, to be totally honest, I give people what they want. Right. Right. So a lot of my branding has to do with my engagement. Um, and Romance You're Wild just essentially came from exactly what I was talking about. It came from a poem, and I forget the name of the, the author, but the poem is literally just says, uh, Romance You're Wild until Adventure Falls in Love with You, and that's what I did. That's why I used that name, because in that moment where I took that camera and I decided I'm going to do this and only this, I took that little, wild, little little part of me that like deep down inside where you're like, I just wanna go friggin' crazy. I wanna go nuts, I wanna go everywhere. I wanna go places that no one else will go, at times that no one else will go there, because the people that are willing to go with me are gonna be awesome. Anybody I by chance run into are gonna be awesome. You know, so that's where that came from. That little thing that you're like, I don't know if I should do that. No, absolutely do it. Now, that's that brand. And I've just wasted a lot of money on tattoos, I guess. I mean, <laughs> which <not. laughs> seems to be part of that brand somehow. Yeah, I look like a walking paint by numbers. They're really bright, so. Well, I like them. Live your brand. That's fine. <laughs> Live your brand. Live <laughs> in my brand life.
0: Sounds great. It sounds yeah. like a millennial thing to do.
1: Thank usually. you. Uh,
0: let's talk about influencers for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Romance Your Wild, you're an influencer in that space because there are photos of you. You've done collaborations. So, how do you feel about the whole influencer space?
1: I just sat in silence that whole time. I didn't say, mm-hmm. I
0: know. I've heard <laughs> you're, we've, had, we've had this conversations around this, so I yeah. know you have an opinion about it.
1: Um you know, here's I mean, the, the thing with influencers or influencer marketing or anything like that, I have no problem with that. If that's your jam, put it on your toast. I don't care. Go for it. Love it. Not my jam, not my brand. Um, and I think that's just personal because my immediate question is what are you influencing? Right? So now you could argue vice versa. Someone could say, Hey, I'm a fashion blogger. I'm an influencer. Um, because I influence people on what clothing they should buy. Yes, that's correct. Uh, but what constitutes being an influencer? I've heard, you know, a micro influencer per se is everyone from eight to 12,000 followers and a, um, you know, uh, an influencer, is anybody 100K plus, you know, and like a mega influencer or like an Instagram star or, or YouTube or whatever that may be. is like a million plus. Right. Who Who's determining this? Right. Right. I just think it's a silly word. Right. I mean, I have no problem with other people using it. I just, I'm not going to say, hi, I'm an influencer. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because what people don't know is I'm probably like sitting on the john, scrolling through Instagram, replying to their comments. Right. And you <laughs> think it's like this amazing thing. Well, wow, I can't bring this person replied. It's like, there's a soul behind every page. Right. And I think that when you use the term influencer, you remove that soul because it's like, now you're an entity. Uh, don't care who you are, shut your mouth, sh- shut up. What's your engagement or piss off, right? And that's what I don't like. Cause Instagram's a social platform and I'm referring to Instagram cause that's where the question was related. It could be uh, blogging, YouTubing, whatever. Um, but in any context, when you remove that and you remove the social aspect of social networks, people have forgotten that. This is a social network. Um, It's all he says, she says, but I do believe, um, or from what I've seen, you get rewarded for being social on a social platform. Crazy. Right? I think so.
0: Yeah. And how do you determine then which brands you work with and how does that work for you? Since obviously it's important to you to keep it like, I don't say on brand, but like within your values and you want to make it fit with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, cause we met through two like branded getaways type mm-hmm. of things, So how do you decide like who to work with, who to talk about?
1: Right. So, I mean, we met through two different retreats um, that were put on by two polar opposite things. One is, um, you know, a new thing that's been released in Canada. The next is clothing, that kind of thing. Uh, and so my, my branding, I think a lot of people make the mistake of just like promoting anything, right. Or doing anything. I will shoot any photo as long as I feel comfortable shooting it, you know? Um, and I'm pretty, pretty liberal. Like it's not you know, it's not like, oh, there's a lot of things I won't shoot. I'll shoot pretty well anything to a certain extent. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm going to post about it, Right. right? Because I, I wholeheartedly believe the second you sour your word, you've, you've done it for good, right? If you look at, um, you know, you look at a president or you look at a public figure or you look at, um, you know, like this is probably a bad example and nobody who's listening to this will understand it, but like the Dixie chicks, they were an amazing band they got political, they went off-brand and they said some things that they might've believed, but their audience was not prepared for that. Uh, And so it's kind of like if you see, you know, a professional football player promoting tutus. I don't care what kind of budget that company's got, you know, and I'm sure they make beautiful tutus and beautiful ballerina shoes and whatever, but that's off-brand. So for me, I just literally try to determine would I actually use this product, and am I actually using this product, or do I? Yes or no. Um, do I think this is of value to my audience? Yes or no. I get an email, you know, every day. You know, multiple emails from different brands offering to pay money for posting or uh, whatever that may be. And I would say that 90% of them are no. Uh, thank you so much. I'm grateful you thought of me. Thank you for reaching out. Very, very appreciative. Uh, but I have to decline this because it doesn't align with my brand. Uh, cause again, I think that social media is just word of mouth. That's all it is Yeah. in my opinion, you know, and in saying any of this stuff, like I don't know everything, not by any means. Take what I say with a grain of salt, right. you know, and wash it down with kool
0: It's <laughs> real salty. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you're in it. This is your experience. Yeah. We all have opinions about totally. what it is.
1: But um, for the most part, yeah. Like I, I work with brands I like. And there have been times where I reach out to a brand, I send the brand a proposal. They've not said anything to me, and I'll say, "Hey, this is the budget I w- I would like. This is, um, you know what I'd like to do for you. It's not about me. This is about you." Um, and those have turned into great relationships that have just continued to grow. And I went out and asked them. You know, right. people forget that if you don't ask, you won't receive.
0: Definitely, well, especially if you align with it, because that's the most important part anyway. Because I feel like you said there's too many emails that are being sent, too many people that say yes to everything. Then it's kind of getting lost in the shuffle of yeah, things. Totally. And because Instagram people know, mm-hmm. like it's very transparent now. People know when you're just advertising. Oh, anything. Yeah. So it is important to like remind yourself. People, are, people are
1: not are just, stupid. They're not. We forget that. Yes. Everyone forgets that. You know? Yeah. Um, and and the other thing too is like I, I'm very open to saying yes to pretty much anything in the context of an experience. So both the things that we met at. Uh, initially I wouldn't say aligned with my branding but I was open to the experience because these are people I wouldn't otherwise get a chance to um, listen to or spend time with um, and so you get to hear people's stories you get to hear you know whatever that may be um, had I had said no because I didn't think it went on with my branding and I'll, and the other thing too is honesty is a hundred percent key people I think beat around the bush you know, if a brand approaches you and they say, Hey, we'd love to, uh, send you three of our t-shirts and pay you, you know, 600 bucks to make a, a post or two posts or something like whatever. Right. Um, and you don't wear logo branded stuff, just tell them like, Hey, really appreciate this. You know, thank you so much. I'm grateful for every opportunity. Personally, I just don't wear logo products cause I just don't like it. it has nothing to do with you. It to do with me. And then they might be like, Oh, well we can do this, you know, or well, we can do this. Right. But if you just take it and wear it and post it, right. you look like an idiot.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Having open communication, for mm-hmm. both sides. especially because lots of people don't influence marketing is so new still. I think mm-hmm. and even brands don't know, like totally. they don't know they can offer you something else or that there's options. So I think as millennials in the space, it's our job to like, mm-hmm. we can all learn together to mm-hmm. do that. Uh, What advice would you give people who want to grow their Instagrams, get into, like, an influencer space?
1: I've never been in an influencer space. You are in an influencer (laughs) space. (laughs) Well, then take my (laughs) space helmet off and let me suffocate out here. JK. um, No, so for anyone that wants to get into the space, I think of um, being, quote unquote, an influencer, um, which I'm not. Or... Uh, working in that realm, you know, essentially you are flexing your social media. And there's two things. So let's start with, don't exploit your social media, flex it, right? If you go off and do a bunch of random stuff and nothing aligns with what you're doing, then it's not gonna work. So I think that the top three things, I guess, that I would tell anybody, because I get questions all the time now, hey, how did you do this, right? How do I do this? What do I want to do? Whatever. Number one, be consistent. Stop stressing about your brand. You know, I'm sure at the first meeting that Blink-182 had, someone said, I think we should call ourselves Blink-182. You're like, you're an idiot and that is the stupidest name on the planet. That makes no sense at all. But Blink-182 is Blink-182. And if you're like Generation Z, it's the coolest band of all time. So Google it. you know, and their brand just developed, right? Like Nestea, I have no idea what that means, but I know iced tea is associated with Nestea because that's the brand. So number one, be consistent. Stop stressing about your brand. Number two, be consistent with what you're sharing aesthetically, right? If I go to McDonald's and I order uh, a Big Mac meal and I get sushi instead of fries, I'm pissed. Like I love sushi, but I'm pissed because I'm here for those, you know, Rotten Rons, salty, amazing fries, and I don't care if that's this is like, you know, bluefin tuna or something that's bougie from the water, you know, from across the world that you've flown here fresh. I don't care. I came for the fries. So a lot of times I look at someone's social. Yes, you're being consistent. That's amazing, um, and I'm I'm more so referring in the context of like a blogger or a photographer or videographer or whatever. There's other things like if you're a writer or a poet. I mean, I think right now if you're a writer, holy oh, the world is yours. Like for the first time, people are opening up publicly and globally, I think, the doors for like men who want to get into spoken word or poetry, right? Or women who want to do the same thing, who, you know, would otherwise be quiet about that or do it personally. And if you want to do it personal, do it personal. That's fine. Just saying the doors are open now. Um, cause of guys like Atticus or, um, Ruby Carr, women like that. Um, so number one, be there, be consistent. Number two, be consistent with your edit. This is number one, whether it's writing or whether it's photos, I can see someone's page that has like, you know, the first thing you see is the, the first nine photos or whatever using Instagram as an example. You look at the page and you're like, wow, every single one of these photos is friggin' amazing. This is beautiful. Like this is incredible work, but they're all different. And so for me, who's typically in the norm, only gonna spend like, I don't know what the statistic is, but I'm sure like one second on your page and it's a split second decision. So for me, I'm very consistent with my branding, the colors that I use, the edits that I use. Um, In the world of photography, you can call it a preset, uh, which is just like, a filter essentially that you slap on top of your photo. So let's say you don't know anything about nothing and you want to be a fashion blogger. Take photos every day, post photos every day. Go on YouTube and learn how to straighten an image and what a horizon line is and what rule of thirds are and very, very basic things, right? And then download Visco, for example. Visco is film that's digitalized, it's the same film we've been looking at. So, you know, for like a hundred years, your grandparents saw it, your great grandparents saw it. Now your parents saw it, and now you're seeing it. So you immediately associate this film with an image that you like. So take that, slap it on your photo. You know, if you want to do it in the first week, pick three different ones, see which gets the best engagement, post them at the same time every day, and then use that one on everything you post. Every single thing, right? If I'm in, okay, here's, here's context. I was in Israel a few months ago. Israel is like a lot of it is complete desert. It's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. And now, right now I am in Alberta, you know, it's like turquoise lakes and sunrises and sunsets and mountain peaks. I used the same edit on both of those photos. How did I do that? I just adjusted things minimally, but I used the same edit so that even if you scroll all the way back, you know, a few months ago, you're going to see the same, you know, all those, this is a Jay photo, right? Or this is Jay's page or whatever. That's like, that's so huge. Was that three? One, two, three.
0: You kind of knocked in a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what number you're at. i <laughs> Do you have a third one? Do
1: you
0: have a last one?
1: I don't know if I was, oh, I might have just scrambled there. Um, no, just the, the last one is just be active. Like I said, it's a social platform you know and in the context of like mental health and that kind of thing people say oh, aren't you addicted to this app or aren't you addicted to whatever the way i always refer to it is like look at this at, at the end of the day if i went into any person on the street outside those doors and i said hey go on this website for like an hour a day just talk to people and i'll fly you anywhere in the world that you want i'll pay for it i'll pay you to do it and i'll let you do anything you want to you're like, where do I sign up? What's well, called Instagram? Right, you
0: okay. already got an account.
1: Yeah, so. exactly, yeah. just use it properly. Right? right? Um, and ask questions. Like, look at the people that you admire. R&D, rip off and duplicate. If you wanna develop your own brand, you wanna be like an artiste or a creative or whatever that may be, absolutely. I'm not saying don't do that. Um, and if you wanna set new trends, go ahead. But I don't think there's anything wrong with building a foundation on, um, you know, something that you already know works. Right. You know, if I'm going to go ice skating, you better freaking believe I'm going to put ice skates on and then go out on the ice, even if I want to try roller skating. <laughs> right? right? Once I've maybe learned how to balance, nah, I, might, I might go on the ice and roller skates.
0: Right. But you understand? Yeah. Well, and because, especially since we're in Alberta right now, and so Mountain photography, mm-hmm. you can go find the lake that looks great, take a photo, and it's mm-hmm. still, you still see it through your eyes. So, mm-hmm. yes, you're t- setting up the same thing, but it'll still be a little bit personalized if you feel like you're copying somebody, mm-hmm. right? So, it can still be who you are, right? But get the ideas from other people who've already done it. Totally. And found the cool lakes.
1: People, I mean, I get flack all the time. People are right. like, you know, oh, it's, another, it's another bird of boy just going out to the same lake, same lake. You know why I go up there? You know why it's the same lake and why everyone else is? Because it's friggin' beautiful, right? And there's nothing wrong with me enjoying that beauty, and I like it,
0: right? <laughs> that's right? what film is. So
1: that's the brand that I chose for my social, right? Um, I also think all the time I would really, really love to run a page that's just black and white film, because I am obsessed with it. You'll never see it, right? I really, really love shooting engagements, especially. Like I can, I can literally edit the photos and I'm like crying in a coffee shop. It's the (laughs) dumbest thing you've ever seen in your life. You'll never see it on my feed ever because I'm not going to throw a sushi roll. Even if I did give you the fries, it doesn't make sense. Right. Right. And you have to decide to balance your time. Like what are you, where are you, where are you putting your time? Because if you want to do something, just do it. Like stop thinking about it. Stop worrying about it. Just freaking do it right? And then do only it, like do only that thing. Because if you're trying to do a million things, you know, I love music. I would love to go back on tour at any time. And if I wanted to, I could. If I sat down and sent out the audition tapes, I have drummed in amazing studios with amazing artists. I've played on the same stages as like, you know, Sam Hunt, Nelly, and Kit Moore, like guys like that. Uh, And I'm not saying that, in any means to, like, brag. I'm saying that because I was just stubborn as hell and said, I'm going to do that, and I put all my effort towards that. So if I wanted to do that again, just do it, you know? Like, if you're an author, you have to write something. So write something. Write ten things. But stop playing Game Boy Switch or whatever (laughs) because you enjoy it. That's fine. Right. But if you want to be a professional gamer, then be a professional gamer. Right. That kind of thing. Right.
0: Yeah, just put some effort. I feel like I'm yelling at you. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm yelling at I'm just at me getting too. triggered. No, girl. <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's great. And I think people need to be reminded of that because I do. I actually just <laughs> had this conversation with somebody. People always ask me what Netflix shows I binge on the weekend.
1: Huh?
0: Yeah. I'm like, what's Netflix? Like,
1: you're like you know what I binged? I binged? Four spin classes in two hours. Yeah. That's what I binged. That's what I enjoyed. I time traveled. <laughs> Sass has got to grow.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you spend time doing what you want to yeah. do and what you're trying to build as opposed to mushing your brain with whatever's on Netflix.
1: Totally. Right I mean, now. the benefit of me being like ADHD as heck and <laughs> right. super OCD is like that has to be perfect and I can only focus on that for 20 minutes. So I got to do that real good for 20 minutes Right. and then look away for five minutes and do it again. Re- you know, right. rinse, lather, repeat kind of right. thing.
0: So we should all just take that mentality.
1: You do, do whatever thing, you thing. want to do. You take that out you want. Uh,
0: and how, what do you do to take time for yourself? Clearly you don't play video games because whatever you called it isn't a thing. What else do you do <laughs> Okay, I am nothing against
1: video games. I think they're amazing. I think it's incredible. I can go and talk to like a six-year-old kid and this kid's logic for problem solving and for creativity and for design, you know, is a million times past what I would ever get to. And people say it's an introverted thing. Every single one of you bad boys and girls has got a freaking headset on. So you're not being introverted, you're talking Sorry. to each other, you know? And yeah. as a matter of fact, you're talking to more friends than I have all the time. So gaming, I think is great. When I was like, I don't even know what age I was, I asked my dad for the newest console and he literally like dead stared me, walked into the kitchen, slammed the drawer, grabbed the metal spoon, threw it at me and said, go play outside. So that was... I mean, I was a kid that had pellet guns and, and right. race motocross. That was just how I grew up. Right. Gaming wasn't really an option. Um, so what do I do for myself?
0: Yeah, to disconnect. You obviously spend a lot of time on the internet. What's your yeah. opposite?
1: Um, I really like photography because you've got the extroverted portion, right? You've got this... Um, Go out there, uh, be social, go on the hike or do whatever. Or if you're like, you know, arranging a team or if you're shooting a party or whatever, like you've got to be in control to a certain context. So you've got that crazy extroverted portion. But then I can also finish shooting. I can put my, you know, Apple AirPods in because that homie owns me. Um, And I can sit there for like, I don't want to say six hours because that sounds psychotic. (laughs) You know, but I'll steal your cafe's Wi-Fi until it throttles me, you know, and I have to stop uploading. Like I'll, and and I don't, I can take that time to listen to music. I want to listen to, uh, or the podcasts or the sermons or like whatever that may be. Um, and then a big thing for me too is like, I have a faith base. So for me, um, I might say shit and I might, you know, be a little rough around the edges. I love Jesus, but I got a little bit of rock and roll in me, I guess. So for that and for me, I have this kind of fallback relationship where I can just like, I can either go listen to some worship or I can play some worship or I can, um, pray or talk to God or like go do that alone because I'm not alone. So that for me is like a huge part of it. Um, and I'm also not the best at it. Like I'm, you know, if, if I was an abacus, all the kids have thrown it on the floor and I'm crooked and like things are out of balance, you know?
0: But aware of that. So I think, 100%. you know. Oh, we aware. <laughs> uh, what advice would you give people? A little bit more advice before we end this. Uh, for people who want to become freelancer, photographer, work for themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think like the, the number one advice that I would give is just do it. Like stop trying to figure out how to do it. Stop trying to, you know, listen to this podcast, obviously that's great, and share it with all your friggin' friends, um, and tag them, and then DM them, and whatever. Um, you know, but, just do it. And that's like, it would be like the most Gary Vee thing on the, in the world to say, you know? Totally. There's like a, a university student's like, I have no money, and I want to start a pizza palace. He's like, just do it! They're like, I have no money. He's like, just do it. They're like, well, yeah. okay. more debt, cool, cool. <laughs> Visa's my girlfriend. Um, but realistically take what you have and do with it what you can. I personally know, as a matter of fact, a lot of the dudes that taught me how to do what I do and I learned the majority from were guys that started shooting on like their iPhone potato, like this is like, they're OGs. They're the original guys. this is like four or five years ago, you know, for Instagram, they were literally driving up doing exactly what I said, shooting exactly what they saw. Straightening the horizon line, cropping it nicely, and then how they see it, how they want to, slapping a Visco filter on it, and going from there. You know, one of my buddies um, who's an amazing dude, I, I'm not gonna say his name because I don't know if this is like public information or not, but uh, this daddy literally booked a cross Canada billboard campaign and did not own a camera, had never used a DSLR camera or mirrorless, whatever, ever. This is phone, right. So you can actually do anything you want with exactly what you have and phones and, and um, you know, podcasts and videos and that kind of thing have made it so easy to do that. It's just about doing it. You right. know, like this is the most cliche thing and I'm going to punch myself in the mouth for this you after, but the title of the you literally like. just romance or well, just go and do it. Take that little thing, right. quit messing around and do it. You know, other people's opinion of you is none of your business doesn't matter and that's the other thing remember that not everyone's gonna like you and that's totally okay you know Um, and realistically like the worst thing that can happen is you don't like doing it right or it doesn't work delete your account try something else
0: right it's not that hard yeah yeah I like it Uh, last question Mm -hmm. Uh, what's one of your favorite books podcasts that you would recommend ooh off the top
1: of your
0: head, put you on the spot. Uh, Don't say Gary Vee because you
1: already made fun no. of No. Okay. <laughs> this is like, this is old school. Okay. So this is in a thing. It's, um, if you take a tree and you like shave it down really mm-hmm. thin, you can press it. I think it's how they do it into it. It's called paper. So it's, it's a paper and then it has a spine, not like yours, right. but made of more paper uh, okay. or maybe leather. Uh, okay. It's called a book. Oh, uh, um, crazy. I know. They're amazing. Yeah. It's like an SSD hard drive. But not at all. Um, So, uh, Psycho Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz is an amazing book. The gist of it essentially is Maxwell Maltz was a plastic surgeon and he kept fixing people physically, and they would keep going back to him, You didn't fix me. He's like, Yes, I did. Look in the mirror. I fixed you. Right? Here's the before, here's the after. You're fixed. And what he realized was like physically they were changing, mentally they had not been fixed. And so he goes into the psychology and it's like, it's a very dry read. Um, But he goes into the psychology of how do I change these people's uh, perspectives or opinions of themselves um, mentally and like emotionally. And I think that's the coolest thing in the world because you essentially can just teach yourself. The brain is so powerful, but you can teach yourself to believe anything and and like believe in itself such a funny word because the word believe uh, is B-E-L-I-E Lie, ve right. Believe there's a lie in the center of what you believe if you're telling yourself that you can't do this thing. Um, so it like talks a lot about that kind of stuff, which I think is amazing. So, cool. The short answer is psychocybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. I will link it below. So we can.
0: Is, is it linkable? <laughs> are I, don't <laughs> it. I don't know. Good luck finding it. My dad gave it to me like hundred years ago.
1: I mean, we're sitting in a library, so maybe yeah. it exists here,
0: 100. where the books are held. Never used one. Have to figure it out, <laughs> uh, what are your handles? Where can
1: people find you? My, okay, so my um, my personal favorite account is at JRMcDonald. So J A Y, the letter R McDonald, M C D O N A L D, at JRMcDonald, um, or at Romance Your Wild. So it's at symbol, which you know, and then Romance Your Wild. Um, and then outside of that, if you want to just like get connected with um, a crew of like minded individuals, and let me say this too: I am open and stoked to hang out with anybody at any level. I don't care if you have one follower, zero followers, you've never had a camera in your life, and you want to learn. Let's go shoot. Let's go hang. I don't care. Um, but so you can also follow socality. So at uh, s o c a l i t y, and like I said, it's just a community for artists and creatives. So um, we host meetups and parties and hikes and you know everything in between from every context, from, like at camp, you know, we had, there was tutorials in the morning by your favorite professional photographer, and then Paul Brandt is singing on the fire, you know, at 9 p.m., and there's like, that kind of right. everything is open. Um, so that would be the main ways to reach.
0: Cool, yeah. well, thanks for sharing
1: your opinion and your story. Thanks for letting me talk your face off.